you ready to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book? It's time to write your book. Welcome to the Write Hour, nonfiction tips from the Write Coach. And I'm Joyce Glass, your host. I am so glad you joined me today. Welcome to The Right Hour. This is episode 402, and I'm Joyce Glass, your host. Today we're going to be talking about what's the big deal about active voice. One of the biggest struggles my clients have is always writing an active voice instead of passive voice. We have this conversation often, and so it becomes quite a joke, but it is just something we naturally do in our writing. It's not something that is necessarily bad when we're talking, but when you're writing, you want your writing to have momentum and active voice helps that. So the four things we're going to discuss today are the difference between active voice and passive voice. What is active voice? What is passive voice? And then how is this different from past tense and present tense? So if this gives you some flashbacks to your ninth grade English comp class, don't break out in hives, please. We're going to have a little fun while we learn here. So it may help you to pull up the show notes and follow along because I'm going to have some examples and you'll be able to read those as I discuss them. Or if you're in your car when you get back home, look at the show notes and you can see the examples that I have written out. So this, especially if you're a visual learner, this will help you understand better. I personally love to see stuff like this while I'm working on it versus just listening to it. So hope that helps you. What's the difference between active voice and passive voice? In the most basic terms, active voice keeps the action moving in your writing. Passive voice is similar to your Uncle Harold laying in the recliner waiting for the action to come to him. Passive voice slows down the momentum of your writing and it can be very dry to read a whole article or book or post in passive voice. So what exactly is active voice? Like I said, active voice keeps the reader moving along. And according to the Chicago Manual of Style, in a sentence using active voice, the subject of the sentence performs the action expressed in the verb. In case you just went, huh? (laughs) I'll explain it to you. So the subject is your person, place, or thing. Verb is your action verb. Object is just a thing. What is the thing that it's happening to? So using the active voice, the subject of the sentence performs the action expressed on the verb. So a basic, like I said, basic sentence structure is subject, verb, object. Here's an example. Mary wrote a blog post. Mary is your subject. Wrote is your verb. Blog post is your object. I damaged your car. I is the subject, damaged is the verb, car is the object. And you're saying, you know, who's describing whose car that is. So what is passive voice? In a sentence using passive voice, the subject is acted upon. He or she receives the action expressed by the verb. Agent performing the action may appear in the by the phrase or may be omitted. That's from the Chicago Manual of Style. If I just lost you, stay with me. 
passive voice typically has a form of to be with another verb. So going back to our example with Mary in the blog post, the blog post was written by Mary. That's what that by the phrase, um, the, the description was talking about. So the subject here is Mary. The blog post is what was written about. Was written, there's that form of to be, and written are the verbs. Your car has been damaged. Damage, been damaged is the verb. The object is your car. So you, and you want, you see the difference there? So Mary wrote a blog post is concise and tight and it's active. The blog post was written by Mary is your passive voice. So hopefully that helps you a little bit and then the, the damaged car sentence. I damaged your car is active. Your car has been damaged is passive. And I have a client who has graciously given me permission to use examples from her work to show the difference and I'll show you how to correct them because that's the other thing we're going to talk about. You know, there's three ways that you can correct this very easily. So when you pick this up, and it may take a little while to pick up where you're writing passive voice. Sometimes you may not see it or realize it. And a great way to find it is if you have um, pro writing aid or Grammarly usually will tell you what something's passive, but they won't necessarily tell you how to fix it. So and Grammarly and pro writing aid are online um, programs that will help you with editing in case you didn't know. But so the first example is um, the passive is what I was blind to see in the beginning was that God's power would be made perfect in my weakness. So be made is the passive verb here. What passive voice. What I was blind to see in the beginning was that God's power would be made perfect in my weakness. So I cleaned this up and I changed it for the active. What blinded me in the beginning is I didn't see how God's power would perfect my weakness. And that's how I made it active. So let's break that down a little bit. And if you're listening, you may not notice the difference as much. But so the first part was what I was blind to see in the beginning. I changed that to what blinded me in the beginning. The next phrase was that God's power. I changed that to what blinded me in the beginning is I didn't see how God's power. And then the last phrase was would be made perfect in my weakness. I changed to would perfect my weakness. Now, I struggled changing that because in scripture, being made perfect in my in weakness is a is a scripture. And changing it to would perfect my weakness changes it a little bit but it still has the same meaning I don't know that it has the same effect I and but for our purposes here I changed it to would perfect my weakness because being made perfect in my weakness is the same thing 
I just don't know if it necessarily reads the same. So, all that to say, it can be subjective, and if keeping it in passive voice, because like in this instance, in a spiritual book, people are going to understand that, and it's not going to deter, but for our examples, I changed it to would perfect my weakness. So, again, that's just a, a choice on that one. And all of these are really a choice because some passive is okay in your writing, but you do not want an entire book or blog post in passive voice. So the next example in passive voice is, when I was betrayed by my husband, I thought God was punishing me for something. Was betrayed and was punishing are the passive voice here. So when I was betrayed by my husband, I thought God was punishing me for something as passive. I turned that around to when my husband betrayed me, I thought God wanted to punish me. So let's break that down. So the passive is when I was betrayed by my husband is the first phrase. I changed that to when my husband betrayed me. And then the second phrase is I thought God was punishing me for something and I changed that to, I thought God wanted to punish me. That way it becomes active voice. Now the next one, and once we're done with these, I'm gonna go back through each of these examples and show you how I corrected them and with the different options you'll have to correct passive voice. The next one is, he wasn't killed by a drunk driver or a robber is passive voice. So wasn't killed is passive voice. Active voice is a drunk driver nor a robber killed him. So you take, see, I took out the form of to be and I flipped the sentence around. So he wasn't killed by a drunk driver or a robber is passive voice. Active voice is a drunk driver nor a robber killed him. So let's go to the three options to correct passive voice. The first one is you want to delete the form of to be in front of the verb and it'll just make it active voice and a lot of times this will work not always so here in the first example was what I was too blind to see in the beginning was that God's power would be made perfect in my weakness just for this example of deleting the form of the to be to make it active instead of saying be made perfect I put changed it to how God's power would perfect my weakness. So you see I took out the be made and just that's just taking out the form of to be and the made word there and put perfect perfect. So perfect is the verb there. How God's power would perfect my weakness. Who or, who or what would perfect my weakness? God's power is. All right, and maybe we're getting a little too deep on your English lesson, but this will make you a stronger writer knowing the forms of speech, especially the basic forms, and it will be, make your editor very happy when you can go in and correct these yourself. The second option is replace the form of to be and a verb with a better word. And I do that in the second example where I said it was punishing. I thought God was punishing me for something. 
I changed it to I thought God wanted to punish me for something. So who or what wanted? God wanted to punish me is what I thought in this sentence. So the original passive was I thought God was punishing me for something. So there's the former to be and the verb. And then I changed it to I thought God wanted to punish me. So wanted becomes the verb and punishes what he's doing to me. So there I changed it to a better word to get the same point across. And I'm still using the word punish. But I took out the form of to be and changed the sentence around a little bit to make it more concise. And then on the was betrayed, I flipped it around. When I was betrayed by my husband, I changed to when my husband betrayed me. So I flipped the my husband to before the verb. So now the verb is more is active voice. Betrayed me. Then the last option for correcting passive voice is reworking the sentence. Typically, if you can take the end of the sentence and put it at the beginning, then you can make that verb active and drop the form of to be. The passive voice in our third example was, he wasn't killed by a drunk driver or a robber. That is the passive voice. To make that active, I took the drunk driver and robber phrase and put it at the front. A drunk driver nor a robber killed him. So killed is our verb. We drop the form of to be and him is our subject. That way it is keeps the momentum going. It's tighter, it's more concise. So you want to make sure that you go over your work after you've written it, do not do this while you're writing. Do not worry about passive voice when you're just first writing on the page and getting your content out. This is what you do when you're in the editing process and you go back through and you'll edit it. You will, once you edit your work for a while and make it better with the passive voice, you'll start to learn to, to see it as you're writing and you'll think of a better way as you're writing. But if it gets you stuck, don't worry about it. Write it in passive voice and worry about it. You know, circle it, make a note, whatever, and go back to it when you're editing. Don't stop the momentum of your writing to edit. Because remember, I teach editing and writing are two different functions of the brain. Writing is creative. Editing is analytical. And if you try to do them both at the same time, you will drive yourself crazy. So don't do that. One last point about passive voices, do not confuse this with past tense and present tense. You can still have a past tense and it be active voice, and you can have a present tense and it can be active voice or passive, either way. The tense of the verb is not what you're looking at. It's the action and that form of to be that you wanna get rid of. From one of our sentences up here, Past tense would be, I thought God wanted to punish me, would be past tense. Present tense would be, I think God is punishing me. Both of those are active voice. That way you want to make sure that you keep your sentence structure where it is correct and active 
because that momentum is is more concise with your writing and makes it more interesting for your reader. So keep it moving. Active voice provides a clear path for your readers to join you. Inspire them with your stories, your illustrations, and any useful statistics you have. Take them on this journey with you. Show your action. Don't tell about it. And that is going to be an upcoming episode. We're going to talk about show versus versus telling with Diane Mills. And the, ne- the last thing is just don't bore your readers. Passive voice, in most cases, is not as interesting to read. However, it does depend on who your audience is and what style you are writing for. There are places it is appropriate and necessary. Passive voice is useful to highlight the action instead of the person or the thing performing the action. Writers of the sciences use passive voice because the performing agent is obvious, unimportant, or unknown. So there are places where passive voice is okay. A little bit of passive voice in your writing is okay. You do not want your the majority of your writing to be passive voice. So this is something to be aware of, learn to critique yourself with this, and then hone your craft. This helps with you with learning what's the big deal about active voice. If you have any questions about today's episode, please feel free to comment on the show notes and I will be happy to answer. Hope you have a wonderful day and happy writing. Thank you for joining me today on the Rhine Hour, nonfiction tips from the Rhine Coach. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen on your favorite app each week. Leave a review and let others know how they can learn about the craft and business of writing. It's time to write your book.